she never be pretending, nothing is real. She gonna tell you what she bought it, cause she know you can't afford it. Hello, welcome to the eSpot with Camille. I am your host, Camille Cower, and I am so excited for you to meet my guest from the Kaleidoscope Project, Ayantha Carly. She is a designer, and she's been working on this project during the pandemic, I might add, and a beautiful <laughs> project it has turned out to be. But let's go back to the very beginning. How did you get into the business of design or the industry of design? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Camille. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Um, well, I'm, I always wanted to be a designer, even as a child. I mean, so this has just been something that I was born to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, you know, I did take a, you know, a convoluted path to design okay. um, because when I was, you know, about to go to college, it was the 70s. And, um, you know, my parents were concerned that I would have a hard time finding a job as an entire as a designer, since I'm African American. And so I took another route, I was a business major. And, you know, I, you know, finished school and um, worked for the government for a number of years, got married, had children. And when my children were about to enter school, I decided that I was going to go back to school and work in an industry that I always wanted to work in. Good for you. Again, so um, becoming a mom gave you that superpower almost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it recharged you to live your life for yourself. Because yes. I, I have to admit, my child was my encouragement too, to be like, wait, I, I, I'm, I still have time. To, you right. know, I still exactly. have life in me. Let, let me exactly. find out what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I wanted to show my children that no matter mm -hmm. how old you are, to just, you know, follow your dream. If there's something mm -hmm. you want to do, go and do it. Okay. So what were those steps like for you? So you went back to school. How was that? Because you're going back to school at a different age. Uh, I don't know if you were amongst people the same age as you, younger than you. Like, what was that like for you just to enter in something new again? Yeah. Well, actually, there were a lot of women my age. A lot of women were deciding to change careers. Yeah. Um, and so there were quite a number of more mature women <laughs> in the class. So it wasn't really awkward at all. Um, and I mean, it was just a great environment. And supporting each other. I wonder if yes. a lot of you were like, well, the first time around was for my parents. This time around is for me. <laughs> yes, I, I, I believe so. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I, I love that because I think so many people during the pandemic kind of shifted that focus as well of mm -hmm. getting into a career or feeling the need to change careers to more focus on what their passions were or what they felt their purpose might be. So yes. to hearing that not only can you make that transition, but be successful a second time around, so to speak, in a different yeah. career. Yeah. So different from working with the government to now exactly. working in interior design and be able to build that career in that on that mm -hmm. as well. So how did you do that? I mean, I hate asking these questions because it's one of those things where you're like, uh, why do they only ask women this? Well, other women need to know still. Like, so how were you able to balance all of that, a new career and being a mom? Because it was a school, I mean, 
with them being in school, maybe you were able to just your schedule aligned with theirs. But if it didn't, how were you able to, um, I guess, fix all of that or balance all of that? Yeah, well, I did go in the evening. And I mean, it was tough. And I... <laughs> FYI, I did end up getting divorced. So oh. <laughs> I don't know if I handled it. <laughs> well, you know, not everyone is able, like, what is it? They say everybody's around for a reason or a season. Exactly. So he wasn't part of the second part of the journey either. Exactly. exactly. New chapter, new life. But, you <laughs> new know, husband. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But going on and having to, you know, raise my children, even though, you know, it was a joint thing, but I had primary custody. So, I mean, it was mm -hmm. a thing where, you know, I had to, I had to juggle things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was during a time where it's not so, like, I don't know if it's easier in some aspects, because we do have so many virtual options now as far as school and so on. But again, it's, I hate asking those questions of women because it's not always asked of men, but at the same time, it yeah. doesn't change the fact that we are usually the breadwinner. I mean, not right, the breadwinner. The we are the home. Yeah, yeah we are the ones that are caretaker. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot to undertake and yeah. also to go back to school. And interior design is pretty much working for yourself at that same aspect too. So balancing being an entrepreneur, how did you go about getting started in building your career as an interior design because even that's not so easy and yeah which is yeah. why the kaleidoscope project is it, so needed and such a great opportunity but it's good to hear how you were able to do that before the kaleidoscope and what a difference the kaleidoscope is also helping yes, make yes well I actually started out working at our um, area design center okay. so um, I kind of took a different path um, you know, when I was in school, I worked um, at one of the showrooms and they hired me full time um, for their sales floor. So I worked in several showrooms. I worked um, at Kravit, mm -hmm. who was a sponsor of Kaleidoscope. I um, and I worked at Century um, and that was like the best education ever because I was surrounded mm -hmm. by textiles and case goods. Mm. So I really learned a lot about how things are made and different types of fabric. So that was invaluable. And mm. I got to meet every major designer in the DC area. So that in itself was, and, you know, working in the showrooms, we would have guest speakers. So I got to meet um, Mario Buata, I got to meet um, David e Easton. I mean, so I met some great designers and, you know, they actually advised me on, you know, when, you know, I would ask them about going out on my own and, and they would give me advice. So mm -hmm. that was great. So, but in 2004, my daughter was about to start high school and I decided I wanted to be home again, mm -hmm. um, just so that, you know, I, I knew that my daughter wasn't going to be home for much longer. I mean, it's mm -hmm. sort of like elementary school, middle school, what trouble can they get into? <laughs> but <laughs> high school is like, maybe I should be home, you know? And, and so yeah, no more I, overnights. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I decided to... Um, go out on my own mm. of course I had never worked for another designer 
So everything I knew was, you know, from a book of how to run your business. But thankfully, mm -hmm. I did have some very good friends who were in the industry that helped me along. Yeah. And then mentorship is really yes, invaluable, yeah. you know, and it that's was, something incredible. Yeah. To have that experience from working in the showroom first, to even mm -hmm. see it from the manufacturer side of things first in that way too, and getting kind of insider information from designers as to why yes. they're pulling certain pieces and so on exactly. or certain fabric. So, I mean, I, I worked retail, so I can see how it can be valuable <laughs> yes. Yes. on that side. And I worked a few showrooms back in the day and uh, what what an experience. So yeah. um, speaking of experiences and working with lots of designers and a full circle moment when you get to work with um, the same sponsor that used to work in their showroom. So talk about how you found or how you became about um, the Kaleidoscope project. How did you get involved? Yes. Well, I'm a very good friend of mine who I did meet while I worked at Century, um, okay. Denise Guadalupe. Rojas, who was also a designer in the Kaleidoscope project. She actually brought it to my attention. Um, she was already, she had already accepted a space and she said, you know, they're looking for, um, you know, a couple of more designers. Would you be interested? And I thought, oh, yeah, sure. It's, you know, it was a different concept, you mm -hmm. know, because everything, pretty much everything stayed and there were sponsors. So I looked at it as, you know, I've done four other show houses and it's a big financial commitment mm -hmm. to do a show house. So I figured, oh, okay. Well, and especially are... since they're not permanent usually too. Right, exactly. Yeah. So this was permanent. So there were sponsors who were going to, you know, give us things to, you know, that would stay there. So I thought, oh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll give it a try. It's yeah. only six hours away. I mean. <laughs> I'll put my permanent mark in, in Berkshires. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so, <laughs> During a pandemic. Um, yeah, exactly. So it was on. Um, I mean, it was actually a great experience because um, there were actually three of us from the D.C. area and we were already friends. But I think we became even closer um, through this experience. So it, it was wonderful. Now, share a little bit about your room for those of us who have not seen it yet in person. Can you describe what was that process like, how you decided which palette or what, how, like, what was your inspiration for your room as well? Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I can. I mean, okay. one of the things I've always done, and I think it's just a leftover habit from working in showrooms is mm -hmm. whenever I see fabrics or wall coverings or any case goods that I love, I, you know, I get tear sheets or get samples and put them in a little folder because I say, oh, you know, if I ever do a show house, because a show house is reflects you, it's, you know, you're the client. So I kind of keep a special folder. Well, a few months before Kaleidoscope, I received some samples, wallpaper samples from Philip Jeffries. And there was this plaid. And I'm crazy about plaid, plaid and checks. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use this and something. And so this project came up. And so that was sort of the jumping off point. And since it was in uh, New England and the Berkshires, I, I had never been there before, but I kind of pictured it 
very much um, like the Lake District in England. Mm -hmm. And when I actually went to the Berkshires, it did remind me a lot of that area. So I, I sort of use that as my inspiration. Um, I really love English design. I, I really love using big prints and patterns. So um, that, was, that was my inspiration. I, I actually named the room after one of my favorite books um, by Jane Austen, um, Pride and Prejudice. So the room is called The Bennett Suite after Lizzie Bennett. Uh, well, in my world, it's going to be after my family name. Because <laughs> I think um, it's not a close, it's it's not like directly my last name, Bennett, or maiden name, but um, a lot of my cousins have the last name Bennett. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure I tell them, like, they have to stay at the Bennett room. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. I mean, it might not be spelt the same way because I do believe there's several different spellings that yes, circle around. It is, but it is different, yeah. Yeah, but so still, but it's pronounced the same. So. Right. So in our world, yes, yes. <laughs> for all my Bennett relatives, there's a room named after us. Right. <laughs> so wow, what oh, that's really neat. So because um there's been I've heard different inspirations at behind um, the different rooms, whether it was um, they were naming it after an icon or um, someone they knew personally within their own family or so on, but not yet from a book. And so, and it's interesting because when I look at all the different rooms, I'm like, wow, what a nice writer's retreat. No matter what mm -hmm. room you're in, it's just like yeah. a different theme of what you could write based on yeah. the room. Like just, it just, that's what I think when I'm looking at the different rooms. And so to hear that that was your inspiration was a book character and a book. I'm like, well, yeah, wow. <laughs> maybe I'm psychic. No, I'm not. Oh, so that's so neat though. But, um, so as far as your project goes, since you were six hours away, how frequently were you able to go up to your room? Uh, Cause there were some designers that weren't even able to visit their room until in, um, until the actual day they, of yeah. installation. So I'm yeah. curious for you, you had the luxury of being within driving. To, well, six hours well, was still kind yeah, of a drive. It was sort of, but. Um, yeah. I mean, well, we, we, we went up, my, my husband is a contractor. So oh. I, you know, didn't want anyone else to do the wall covering um, except for him. So we did go up in February just to kind of, get a lay of the land because you it's really hard to tell from photographs exactly mm -hmm. the real feel of the room mm -hmm. so we went up in in February then we ended up going back in May to install the um, the wall covering but then we ended up going every weekend <laughs> in May until it opened just getting things together I mean it it's it was a little harder. I mean, we're all perfectionists and, right. you know, we wanted to just be, you know, perfect. So um, it, we did a few turn and burn and, yeah. you know, we, I think we went up maybe five times and maybe two or three of those were turns and burns. So we just went up that morning and came back the same day. Well, I'm just thinking, I know you, you were speaking about your first marriage and this is your second and yes. I'm not going to yes. count your numbers. Actually, I don't know. I'm, that's really presumptuous of me. <laughs> I'm not, no judgment at all. Cause yeah. Anyway, yeah. but I was just thinking, I'm like, wait, and he was 
doing the wall coverings and it's plaid. And I'm just like, whoa, are you like, you're really risking it here. <laughs> so, but I have, I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, wait, that's a cute story probably there. How did you guys yeah. come about? Cause that's, cause um, th I think there was another, uh, couple that worked on their project together Everett Brown and his wife Lisa yeah, so yeah it's nice always to hear because my husband has zero interest in what I do he's very supportive but at the same time like zero interest right, right. so I'm curious for you like how did that come about and how did that work work I mean my husband and I like the last project we built together oh wait we did do our bed together oh. but for the most part we learned I learned that it's better to buy things already made or to have it installed right. because if he goes off the instructions I'm gonna lose my mind and sometimes you do have to go off and it works but um yeah so that feels like relationship advice. How do you yeah. guys work together? And you had him do plaid wallpaper. Yeah. I mean, most, I mean, he's a lovely man. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's very easy for me to, and I enjoy so much working with him because he is so meticulous mm. to a fault sometimes. <laughs> because I, like, for instance, with this wallpaper, you know, we, we've gone up after work. We didn't get to the end until like nine o'clock at night. And he wanted to prime the walls before we went to our hotel room. And, you know, the, so the next morning we get up really early to install and he's laying out this wallpaper so that the headboard will be centered on the wall covering. And I'm just like, just put it up. I don't care. <laughs> but no, no. He yeah. wasn't listening to me. Uh, he, I can see he, why, because then everybody's like doing this towards the wallpaper, yeah, or maybe I mean, like even yeah. in the pictures, he might be like, see, it's off centered or this. Yeah. So there's a lot to it, but yeah. still, I'm, that's why I'm like, well, you asked for it. Well, <laughs> it was yeah, in your folder. Yeah. And even <laughs> though the wall, um, covering installers were very good but I knew I mean that's one of the reasons why I wanted him to do it because I knew he would take the time yes. to lay it out but it was also you know you're at the point where you just I just want to go I just want to get this over with and you have a very limited time for everything <laughs> yes, else too so exactly. it's like yes we want this perfect but we have all this other stuff to yeah. do as well yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly. just about the wall covering sir yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, although the center stage yeah, yeah. That, that was the first weekend we were you know installing okay. the room so I mean but you know I I wouldn't have it any other way I mean mm -hmm. I work exclusively with him I mean I I mm. just trust him I know the quality of work he's going to do and you know so and I you have that have shared worry. vision. Yeah. Yes, I don't and you don't have to worry about, about overtime either. Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> I do sometimes, you know, when a project is getting, you know, sort of there's like some difficulty. The only downside is that I have to hear about it. You know, after there's no hour. off switch. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, okay, dude, it's, it's, it's a, we're not talking about this. 
<laughs> You're like, can we take a pin in this until tomorrow yeah, exactly. and go back to be just husband and wife for the rest it, of the night? <laughs> exactly. That, that can be the only downside. And that yeah. happens from time to time. But thankfully, love gets us through. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. and you bring up a good point that when it comes to having someone that can share your vision, but also when you do work with such difficult, maybe um, wild coverings as plaid, that it, it does take a labor of love yeah. to make sure it's done correctly. Yeah. Because yeah. that is quite, I, I do not suggest doing that yourself at home. Yeah. If you're a first time wall cover. Or, that is correct. <laughs> there's a lot to it because it's the floor and the ceiling. And, and yeah, this is an older building. Like, oh, so that's like yes. maybe things are on a slant. And so like when I saw that, I was just like, wow, she went there. <laughs> In, a, yep, in an did. older home. And <laughs> to now hear that it was your husband, it's like, I'm not worthy. I'm yeah. not worthy. I commend you on all of these. So, but moving ahead, I do want to also mention that you guys had so much support with the Kaleidoscope Project. And on Media Day, had 35 different media come yeah. out. And like, what did that feel like to have so much support for the Kaleidoscope Project? And how do you see things going forward? Oh, it was absolutely wonderful and I mean a long time coming I mean Amy and and Patty and Liz um, who were the organizers did a tremendous job I mean it was truly a labor of the heart for them um, so it, it was amazing um, you know we just got so much exposure you know I think a lot of people operate under a stereotype about, you know, designers of color and exactly what their genre is. Mm -hmm. Like they, it's in their minds is very limited. Yeah. And so it was great to see like these 23 designers of color, um, you know, just running the gamut of design genres. So it, it was just a wonderful thing. And it was great to, to, to have other people see it and recognize it. I mean, at the end of the day, none of us want to be known as the black designer or the Asian designer. You know, mm -hmm. we want to just be the designer, you know, and hopefully mm -hmm. someone puts the good designer. <laughs> <laughs> the qualified, the, yeah, talented, like the, the talented, the working, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the high demand. Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's, I mean, I love that there's, there has been so much support, that there's so many different things on the horizon, whether it's um, design week at Dallas market, but then there's other things coming forward as well throughout the rest of the year and hopefully more things in the future. So make sure you share with everyone where they can keep in contact with you or keep following your journey, whether it's with the Kaleidoscope project or even with your own interior design business as well, because you have several projects, I'm sure. Yes. Stemming yeah. from that as well as just everyone is redecorating their house now. So right. all designers are pretty busy <laughs> right now. So it's a that great time correct. to get the, all that exposure that you highly deserve. Yeah, so share you. a little bit about that. And I mean, might as well plug the husband as well for okay. where we can follow him as well. Cause it was yes. his work as yes. well. The, the yeah. best place to follow me is on Instagram. And um, my handle is at Iantha Interiors. Um, and my husband, um, his Instagram handle is at 
proper paint and paper. <laughs> ah, another sound. He sounds very British, even in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So is there a British connection for him or no? That it, it is. His family is, well, you know, from the old country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, so prim and proper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fits with the plaid and the room and all of it. I love it. You guys are definitely on brand yeah. consistently. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure meeting you and speaking with you about this beautiful project. And um, thanks again for being my guest. And I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me and having us. Yeah, yeah, my (laughs) pleasure. All right. And you guys can keep up with the eSpot with Camille by checking me out at CamilleCoward.com. Thanks again for joining the eSpot with Camille.